The following podcast contains strong language and adult themes and is intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Jack and Lou, A Gangster Love Story, Episode 1. Starring Lisa Kudrow. The date is February 14th, 1963, 8.51 a.m., in Los Osos, California. I'm about to knock on this door and speak to Louise Rolf Nash, age 57. T- to be honest, I'm nervous. This interview could change my life. <sighs> Get yourself together, June. My name is June Francis. I've been trying to track down Louise Rolf for years. Feels like a lifetime. She was accused of conspiring with Jack McGurn to commit the St. Valentine's Day Massacre 34 years ago today. To this day, no one really knows what happened at that massacre. I'm going to see if I can get some answers. Well, here goes. It's no mansion. Yards overgrown. Guess she can't afford a gardener or a house painter. Mrs. Nash? Not interested. Uh, Mrs. Nash? We we have an interview at 9. I'm from the Chicago Tribune, doing the piece on the massacre. Shit. Well, you better come in. (laughs) Honey, I gotta put on my face. One minute. It's currently 10.24 a.m. Putting on her face has taken 84 minutes. So far. Some interesting knickknacks and memorabilia to look at. Ooh, bit on the tacky side. So many photos of Jack McGurn. She has always denied they were involved in the massacre, but I plan to squeeze the truth out of her. Can I fix you a drink? My husband's off playing golf, as usual. I'm fine. Thank you, Mrs. Nash. Uh, Call me Lou. My God, how old are you? Are they recruiting reporters out of kindergarten now? (laughs) Oh, I'm 21. Hmm. How'd you find me? I saw you on the TV special about Capone. I called the producer. Hmm. Clever girl. You want a lobster roll? No, thanks. Ready when you are. Mind if I record? Go ahead, doll. I hope you're not wasting your time. Neither Jack or I were involved in the massacre, you know. Well, it's not just about you. Oh, not about me? (laughs) Sweetie, the whole thing was about me. Right. Well, when did you meet Jack? I can tell you the exact date. July 17th, 1928, in Chicago. It was Prohibition. 
Stupid self-righteous do-gooders tried to ban booze, but no one gave a damn. Everybody who was somebody, or anybody who hoped to become somebody, went to the clubs. Hey, darling. Hey, you too, darling. <laughs> the best joint in my neighborhood was one of Al Capone's, the Montmartre Café. I wanted the limelight, so I auditioned to be a dancer. I am looking for a Louise Rolfe. That's me. Ooh, spotlight. Louise! Oh, Lou Louise. All right, Lou Louise. Let's see, how old are you? 22. You married? Uh, we only hire single girls. <laughs> Do I look married? <laughs> Baby, I'm the best you're going to see today. Or any day, really. <laughs> the stage is yours, Lou Louise. As the music built, I picked up speed and gave it my all. Yeah, I blew them away. <laughs> I told you. And what do you know? I got the gig. At the time, I was living with my mother. Mommy! Gracious, you scared me, And my five-year-old daughter, Bernita, whose father was a piece of ancient history. <laughs> Louise? You look like a showgirl. Hi, Mom. Thanks so much for saying so. Gosh, how do you live like this? It's a disaster. I got a job, Mom, at Montmartre Café. Montmartre Café? Why not just whore yourself out on the street? A salary, Mom. And dancers get free hairdressing twice a week. The men in there are up to no good. But the money is very good. Whoa, Mama, you're rich! <laughs> Not now, Bernie. Mama needs to get some rest before she goes to work. Take her, would ya? Ah, I gotcha. Come on, love. Let me fix you some supper. You know how I love taking care of her, Louise. But what Bernie needs is her mother. What she needs is her mother. <laughs> so, first night on the job. Everything was hotsy-totsy. Then three men walked in, and the whole joint fell silent. Why don't you all go back to your scheduled activities? Irene, who is that? Which one? Well, the good-looking one. Jack McGurn, one of Capone's guys. He came in like he owned the place and moved like he was going places. And all I knew was, wherever he was going, I wanted to go there too. Is he looking at me? <gasps> Be discreet. Uh-huh. So, I waltzed up to some nobody. Dance with me. Jack, that dame's dancing for you. Oh, she's a looker. Here, hold my beer. I got this one. <clears throat> mind if I cut in? Hey, pal, I do mind. Oh, Mr. McGurn, my, my apologies. You haven't any shame, have you? Maybe I liked him. Well, I'll go fetch him if you can tell me his name. Tom. You sure it wasn't Dick or, or Harry? 
What's yours? Lou. Jack. Well, Jack, let's go. <laughs> we danced the night away. I finally met my match. But when we got tired and we wanted a, well, more intimate setting so we could get to know one another. <laughs> Before I knew it, morning light was streaming through the shades of the hotel room. I'm a divorcee. I'm married. I have a five-year-old daughter. Uh, me too. I have no desire to be a mother. Yeah, I have no desire to be a husband. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you are the exact opposite of my wife. That a good thing? Certainly. She's quiet, just too, uh, honest. You can't be too honest and still be alive in your line of work. Come on, everyone knows who you work for. So, Jack McGurn, that's a bunch of bourgeois, right? Why'd you say that? You expect me to believe you're Irish? <laughs> Those chestnut eyes say otherwise. Why Jack McGurn? Uh, when you're a boxer, an Irish name gets you a lot more fights. I won under that name and it stuck. Vincenzo. Beg pardon? My given name is Vincenzo. <gasps> okay, Jack it is. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Oh, Ooh, again? <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> Once Jack and I got together, we were inseparable. <laughs> Jack had a lot of guilt, and his wife Helen kept her Catholic claws dug in deep. But he doted on his daughter. She was the brightest star in his sky. After me, of course. <laughs> that was Joanna, his daughter? Yeah, Joanna, yeah, you did your homework. Anyway, one night we went to the pictures. It was Clara Bow in Children of Divorce. <laughs> Silent movies in those days. <laughs> you know, people told me I kind of looked like Clara, and I imagined myself up there on the screen kissing Gary Cooper. What's gotten into you, Jack? Lou, I, I gotta be square with you. I'm listening. I've been asking myself uh, if I have a, a, a crush on you. Oh, a crush, huh? Is that what it is? Mm. Uh, why you gotta be such a wise head all the time? I don't think I've ever been so dizzy with a dame before. Do you really mean that? I mean it. It's you. I think it's always been you, even before I ever met you. And I hope it's always you. You and me, no matter what. I love you, Jack McGurn. Jack was tough but so gentle, all at once. He could be wearing a dirty rag over his mouth and he'd still be able to seduce me with those eyes. You were never bored when you were with Jack. <laughs> Watch this. Lou Louise, the black bottom specialist. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
sure you don't want a drink? I don't drink much. Oof, and I haven't done that in a decade. <laughs> Listen up. You got your panties in a twist. I'll sit this one out. Well, suit yourself. I'm getting another. All right, here you go. My favorite scrapbook. Have a party. These photographs are in excellent condition. Oh. Here, in case you change your mind. It's my Lou Louise special cocktail. All right, where were we? Uh, how did Jack get started working for Capone? Jack's life was set when he was 19. He was working at his beloved stepfather Angelo's grocery store and having some success as a boxer. Come on, I'm sore. Oh, you're gonna have to be quicker than that in the ring, my boy. You look good out there. One day, three black hand extortionists, Sicilian thugs, came to the grocery store, not for the first time, and everything changed. Sorry, we're closed. You got an answer for us, Angelo? Yeah, I do. Get out of here! Papa! Jack was never the same after watching Angelo get shot down. He couldn't unsee it. At the grave, he promised revenge. Then he systematically went after the three killers. One night, not long after, a celebrity showed up at one of Jack's fights. One, two, three! You goddamn moron! You walked right into that punch! I almost had him. Excuse me, may I have a word with your boy? Oh, of course. Yes, sir, Mr. Capone. Al Capone. He was only a kid himself back then, mid-twenties, but already the most powerful man in town. Fuck, you lost me a lot of money, Vincenzo. My name's Jack. Like hell it is. Get body? Why you want to change your name? Embarrassed to be an Italian? Eh, not many Italian boxers. Boxing's mostly a Mick and Jew thing. Relax, kid. You can call yourself whatever the fuck you want. Sorry about your stepfather. Not so sorry about those three milks who shot him, though. With no help, you took down all three of them? I don't know what you're talking about. Sure, Jack. Listen, I'm impressed. 
And I hear you're a family man, like me. In my family, we could use men like you. Be at that address at 6 p.m. tomorrow. And bring your family. I'd like to meet them. Lisa Kudrow as Luis Rolfe and Lou Rolfe. Lee Joel Scott as Jack McGurn. Sarah Montgomery as June Francis. R.S.T. Davis as Al Capone and Mann. Gretchen Harris as Mabel. Leonardo Santidi as Angelo, Albert Anselmi and Trainer. Chelsea Suh as Bernita. Carolyn Carpenter as Irene. Tyler Gerchulo as Sicilian and reporter. Bill Rogers as referee. Adam Pilver as talent booker. Danny Roberts as young man. Produced by Yunjin Lee and Mehmet Gungoran. Based on a story by John Watson. Sound supervised by Audrey Gu and Kabatsai. Original music composed by David Miles Lewis.